Michael S. Kelly, Jim Dwight Creek, call Emily and Kelly for your business paper needs. Dunder Mifflin, people persons paper podcast. Dunder Mifflin, people persons paper podcast. Dunder Mifflin, the people persons paper podcast. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast, the show where we are going chronologically through every episode of the NBC sitcom The Office. I am your host, Hilton Price. With me, as always, is the best darn co-host in podcasts, Brian Sittler. Hey! Back for season three. Isn't it great? I can't believe it. It's... Hi, we made it. Yeah, well, when we started this project, and we started a while ago, and then we been had a lot, a some hiccups and stuff, and we really yeah. just we took our time to ease into it. We've never we been shy about taking some time off when we want to. Uh, but as we shouldn't, because this is a passion project. Yeah, it's a labor of love. Like over at um, uh, our, uh, my other podcast, Opinions Like A Holes with Michael Zampino, we have a lot of fun, and we've managed to get a big following, yeah, should, mm-hmm, a really mm-hmm. great group of folks that are following the show. And I don't know well, that we're quite thing. that here, but no. this isn't the kind of thing that no. I'm doing for followers, which is nice. Yeah, if you think about it. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a side project. Exactly, and it's definitely you a know, labor of love. Labor of love. And I, hell, I'm, I'm still learning how to do this, now we, as we, you all can tell. Oh, yeah, right. But, Same but here yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah, but it uh, doesn't make it any less enjoyable. No, no, and we're, uh, we're so glad. And we're so glad for those of you that are coming along on this journey with us. We thank you very much. Yeah, appreciate uh, it. We're seeing the word spread about it. Even today, we saw we got a mention in uh, local magazine, Tulsa People. Yes, thank you very <laughs> much, Tulsa People. Yeah, what a, what a great you, thing Ann. to do. Yeah, yeah thank you, pre- appreciate <laughs> the attention for all the shows. Yeah. Cam and Zam and... Yeah, uh-huh. Cam and Zam and, and your other like show. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> as and I really, like to call it your other show. No. Yeah. <laughs> and the Channel Four and a Half Network yeah, as a whole. So him too. Uh, you know, I, they didn't get a mention, but you should check out a Digital Intercourse. It just yeah, she really launched should. on the network. It's excellent. I've actually listened to one of the episodes twice mm-hmm. because they've been taking their sweet ass time putting out the next one, but I think it's coming out soon. Yeah, and of course that uh, show features one of our former guests, Tom King, mm-hmm. uh, office with, enthusiast um, of himself, himself, mm-hmm. along with Lauren Turner, who gave me my little Dwight bobblehead up there. All sorts nice. of uh, connections. So we love them love very em. much. Love them. They're an excellent job. But uh, yeah. but we are anyway. here at the People Persons Paper Podcast, ready to kick off season three. And boy, does it kick off! Does it ever, man? Uh, episode one, gay witch hunt. Just hop right into it. Yeah. I mean, they don't they don't lose anything for momentum. They really seem to have captured the flavor of what worked in season two and mm-hmm. said, we're going to kick it off with, with that. I mean, there's just so much to pay off from yeah. that last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I throw in a hypothetical out there just because uh, I, th- we're coming in full scale. I'm sorry, full scale, full circle for me. This is the first episode I ever watched. Yeah. Thank you to Bobby. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. But it is a peculiar episode to come in on after all the buildup that's happened the, the last two seasons. So I want to, I was, I was curious. I'm always curious what other people thought the first time they saw it. Um, when you came back, did you think Jim and Pam were going to be together or not? Oh, wow. Um, because they do leave it on that end. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you can remember. It was a long time ago. But... I rush watched it. Okay. Uh, I remember I wrapped up season two. I was watching it on, uh, and maybe you already knew before you saw it. I don't know. Like DVDs on net. Uh, no, yeah. <clears throat> I think I only, I don't think Jim and Pam were together yet because when I I was – this is about in about 2007. I was in Boston when I think uh, season four was on. Wow, and then yeah. I came back here in uh, late 07, uh, and then I, I finally started watching the show maybe in like 09, 010. Mm-hmm. And all I'd remembered is that, that at the time when I knew people were watching it when I was in Boston, which is my, my most vibrant memory of others being into the show, oh. I didn't watch it then. Interesting. I didn't watch it till later on DVD. Uh-huh. But I remember that the Jim and Pam, are they going to get together was the big thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that I ever really assumed they would be together because I knew that there was definitely a, a very overarching will they ever. Right. So maybe I just thought was ready for the next hurdle. The next iteration of that didn't know what the hurdle would be closing mm. out season two no but no. knew that obviously this is a big deal but i remember getting to season three and just being very feeling very satisfied with how they played it out yeah it's a really honest uh opening i yeah. think yeah you know it, it doesn't i don't it's not too over the top too pretentious i mean yeah they this happened the dominoes kind of fall so to speak mm-hmm. and you and you get to see that you know, you know that Jim's not there anymore. Within five seconds after yeah. watching Dwight blow his um, uh, fingernail uh, trailings onto Brian, and they don't really give you a moment to fret. 
Because you don't really get the answer about what happened to Jim, you know? No, they kind of save that too. You just know that you he's gone. You know that he's gone, and she re- she rejected him in the end. Yeah. Even though that last little tug, little Pam Beasley puts on Jim. Um, yeah. Is, that definitely said more that it was more like this sucks. I w- I just can't. Yeah. Yeah. I want to. I just can't. And that whole bit is is so intense. Every every word, all that body language, really picks up from what we saw at the end of season two. Oh, yeah. Which you know we talked about it with Lacey here last time. It, it's a gut punch. It I is. mean that whole scene, and and the way it leaves you. And then now we get it. We pick up right where it is. It's the same scene continued. They shot it obviously when they were doing the season two stuff. Right, right, right. But it's it's another testament to the show that they could. In this episode, especially, there's a couple of moments I noticed where they'll they'll take you through a, a gut puncher of a or a serious moment, so to speak, and then just give you a spoonful of sugar right, right after it. Oh yeah. So in this case, with Dwight, the immediate crying noise. Yeah, and... immediate crying, and and seeing Dwight <laughs> like that the first time, was, that's interesting because I mean it's nothing like himself. Oh yeah. So that was a little somewhat confusing. I think I was a little drunk when I watched it the first time. But then, then seeing him at the end, like, okay, yeah, that's him. That's yeah. the character. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and but I, so I will say, you also get a, a a side of Dwight that's so much more bigoted than we've seen. Oh and yeah. Ignorant. Oh yeah. I mean, him and Angela kind of go up the uh, through the roof on that. They really do. Very yeah. um, like his because Oscar is not wearing women's clothes. Like Dwight's ideas of sexuality are much more creepy than. Yeah. Yeah, the idea that think he confuses uh, cross-dressing with yeah. homosexuality. Yeah, it's it's a very it sounds like a 1950s conception of what they thought that yeah. gay people. I mean, that was a that was a dead giveaway or something. And obviously, we've made such huge strides in acceptance, and I uh, I know there's so much work to be done uh, for the gay community. Oh. But but to think that even in 2006, maybe written a year before, mm-hmm. but that attitudes were still so much different. Yeah. That that the writers knew that that would be relatable. To think that. When Oscar Oscar has the scene where he asks Michael, "Am I the first gay person you've ever met?" Mm-hmm. and Michael has the whole, "Oh, because you, you don't always know." Like, right, right. like he's, <laughs> did I get it right? Like he's reading a a fact sheet that you got in middle school about learning the different kinds of people or something. You know? It, yeah, yeah. It, he's trying to toe the line of not offending anybody, mm-hmm. but all he can really do in this episode is offend everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like Dwight's suggestion of why don't you just uh, assume that everyone is and not say anything right. uh, negative, and Michael's reaction is still an offensive. Uh, a while like yeah. people would want me assuming they're gay, you right, know, or treating right. them like they're gay. Right. Like, well, like you're supposed to be treating everyone the same, Michael. Like just the people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. That's the back and forth that is. It's so complicated with him because he really is, like we've said a million times, he's a little kid and stuck in an adult's body. He's just ignorant. He doesn't. And I read a quote from Steve Carell about kind of like trying to, what he thought of the character and what they were trying to do. Yeah. And. Basically, he said that he's not a homophobe. He doesn't. He just doesn't understand the world. Yeah. Uh, they're two very different things. It's two different. Yeah, different things. Uh, it's not that he's um, intrinsically racist or homophobic or sexist. He just doesn't have a frame of reference. So hence, you know, him like trying to answer the question from Oscar. Yeah. Is that the right answer? Yeah. He just doesn't know. Yeah. And but and I get that. I think he's right. And you know. And Steve Carell thinks, you know, he missed, uh, oh, and once, uh, he does, uh, wait, glean some, oh yeah, once he does glean some understanding, he, uh, misrepresents it into something altogether. Yeah. And, but it, he said he does the thing at least that he felt about the character that he has a decent heart and a decent person and he's just trying his best. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, and that's, I, I agree with that. Yeah. But there are those moments, like you were saying, and my main point was that he, yeah, like, I really want, you know, everyone to treat him like I'm gay. Yeah. He definitely does have, more of a malicious. I mean, it, it, not like he's, I don't know if it's malicious. I, it's not malicious. It's like it's ignorant and yeah, a, a little like, cruel. It's cruel. It's ignorant. It's just off hearsay. Yeah, you know. And Angela but, represents like you know, because he you, you can touch gay people. You know, you're not going to catch anything. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that very like you know when when the AIDS epidemic HIV yeah. came out and people wouldn't touch you know didn't want to touch gay people. So at he's all. learned that he's heard yeah. that somewhere. He's heard that he's just he, you know pro- Todd Packer's the guy he he's hangs out with. Remember gay that. Pride Parade. He knows that. Mm-hmm. He knows que- uh, queer as folk. Although mm-hmm. he misrepresents it a little. <laughs> One of the funniest things of all time. <laughs> yeah, I watch queer as fuck. <laughs> that's not what it's called. <laughs> yeah, and his little. He just looks at her like she's crazy. Like, uh, yeah, actually, it is. <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> so great. And then, uh, um, but then at the same time, he's got this almost. 
him and his, you know, he talks about his friends growing up using words like faggy. Yeah. Well, and he, it goes back to, and one other insane thing, he doesn't understand the concept of a word having multiple meanings. Mm-hmm. It's like when I grew up, it meant happy. And then at some point it changed. It meant lame. It meant lame. Yeah. And now it means two men have to make love. And that, there's the stupidity. Like, that's his concept of it. No, it doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean happy anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It doesn't yeah. mean like you, know, you can't lame still anymore. write something that something is gay and right. describing a, a happy he, scene. He you can't know? put two and two together. Yeah. So that's how you that helps you along to to give him like, okay, this guy's once again a dumbass. Yeah. And we're just trying to Well, and it culminates at the end when he fucking takes when he makes the kiss on Oscar. Oh yeah. And he and he pulls away and he I did it. You know, this the it's sense like a like little he, a little test of yeah, something like he achieved something, yeah. you know, by 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 kissing this gay man, you know, trying to kiss. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and of course that was an ad lib scene. We've heard about that. So well done. Yeah, and then and Dwight too, who immediately jumps up and gives a kiss as well, because Dwight we see in the Talking Heads is slowly having his own sort of awakening. Yeah, you know, talking about even down to my Michael is gay too, and he is my friend. Yes, I have a gay friend. <laughs> So sweet. Yeah, <laughs> and it's amazing to me because in 2006, you know, I I knew plenty of gay people. You know, mm-hmm. and maybe it was because we were in college right around then. A lot of people are are, are finding themselves there. You know, and you're in a mixed community. Yeah. But uh, we got out just a, a few years before, right? Yeah. And um, but I I just feel like culture had come along so far by then that there to to find someone in your office it it almost when when Michael and Dwight are talking about trying to find the other gay people oh in the office God. it's a little surprising that there's not you know right 13 people i wouldn't 14 people whatever it is i wouldn't mind, i wouldn't be surprised to see one or two more just statistically you know like maybe not in scranton perhaps oh good point good point it's a but, smaller area but yeah. at the same time though yeah they totally could be yeah they totally could be but yeah, they're little, and maybe that is too. You know, I've we we've, we've we've always lived in yeah. fairly metropolitan areas. You yeah, know, of, of, as much. As I mean, for we were. I mean, you know, we were in one little big city in college. Yeah, you yeah, know. and a college community is often a mixed community, exactly. you know, both culturally and and, and even in high school, we mm-hmm. we knew. Yeah, we definitely oh sure, knew. yeah, yeah. So that's you know yeah. that's all just with experience, and Michael doesn't have that experience. Yeah, and then hijinks ensues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he really does mean well in his when he. Blubbers his way, you know, and saying Oscar's a good guy, and well, and it's. Just, I'm sorry, I called you fag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're a good guy. <laughs> you're a good guy. <laughs> Go ahead. But he he really has, uh, he makes it about himself, and that just goes back to the lack of awareness that we've seen out of him. And this episode yeah. really was a chance for the writers to give you the not the best moments of season two, but the best feelings of season two. Yes, that cluelessness, that desire yes. to try and do right, but yeah. having no idea how to do so. Right. Once again, just like um, say. Diversity, uh, diversity day, day thank yeah. you or um what's the one in season two i'm trying to think of oh sexual harassment sexual harassment yeah him trying him having the best of intentions mm-hmm. like when he's telling oscar like all right get up yeah i'm doing this for you yeah yeah you i'm know? doing this for I'm you doing this for you and he just doesn't have the concept he doesn't have the concept in his mind of coming out because he he wants to play it off and maybe he really does believe this i believe he does but he keeps, you know, gay pride parade. You know, why yeah. does he have to be embarrassed to do it? Why is it such a big deal? Like, yeah. what's the, you know? And and, and and again, he's not thinking about Oscar. He's thinking about himself and yeah. how. Oh, I can accept this, sure. You I know? can accept it. Yeah. Or, or if I just announce that I do, I will. You know. Yes. <clears throat> I would be remiss though if I didn't um, point out the uh, real perpetrator in all of this, one who spurred all of this in the first place. Yeah. Toby Flanderson. Oh, the worst. I mean, if he hadn't brought it up to Michael in the first place, none of this would have happened. I saw a really good theory on Reddit. And I, sorry, I can't quote who this was, but they had um, it was a whole idea. So back from Casino Night when he beats Michael, yeah, and he says, <clears throat> "I'm really good. I'm going to chase this feeling." Yeah. So by him more or less sabotaging because he knows Michael's not going to keep a secret. He knows yeah. how this is. He knows how this is going to end. That's he can play point. ignorance perhaps, but it's that's pretty. He knows Michael. Yeah. So by telling Michael that, he knows he's going to say something and probably cause a lawsuit, mm-hmm. potentially, from his accountant. And so, therefore... You and think then Toby's he, trying to get Michael fired? I think so. Wow. I think, I think, I, I think it's completely plausible. Yeah. Um, because he didn't have to tell Michael that in the first place. No. In fact, if I would like to know if Oscar 
how Oscar found out about that and if he was pissed at Toby for saying it in the first place. Or if Oscar came to Toby. Like, wouldn't why... that, couldn't he get fired for, like, divulging that information to another employee? And why isn't this the kind of situation where Toby just listens and doesn't do anything like we saw in Conflict Resolution last season? I think that's what pushed him over the edge. Yeah, man. Like, you piece of shit. So this is really all Toby's plan to get him back. I don't know. It's a it's a Reddit theory. Man, it's bold. Some, some real. I mean, but really, when you really analyze it and say, well, wait a minute, why did he didn't have to tell Michael that? And maybe we're poking holes in here where there really isn't anything. But yeah. it just burns on a funny ass episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does. But it, it it gives it gives the chance so we can see one Miss uh, Jan Levinson again. Yeah, briefly we noticed yeah. that that she just sort of comes there. and goes. Yeah, she should have been in there more, I think. But yeah, but I mean, but you couldn't have had her in the conference room scene at the end because she would have never let it get that far. No, that's true. Yeah. Okay, now you got. That's it. the only thing is maybe maybe she had somewhere else to be. Maybe maybe yeah, um, it was Hunter was around. I don't know if Hunter's Hunter was there in yet. the air. Yeah. She was out hunting the hunter. hunter. <laughs> the hunted. <laughs> the hunt. The hunter has become the hunted. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, and, uh, but I really do feel like they they they, they the awkwardness, the, the Michael moments, so much of the cast. Yeah. We really got a. If this is your first episode of The Office, welcome. Like, yeah, you're gonna get what you need to know about this show. Uh huh. And I think that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Know? Well, lots of lots of little besides the Jim and Pam will they or won't they, mm-hmm. and then besides the fact, oh yeah, Oscar's gay. Well, we knew Oscar was gay. Yeah. So. Everybody was just catching up, really. Yeah. But then you also have Phyllis, mm-hmm. as it oh, turns out. With Bob Vance. Yeah, yeah. Yes, getting with Bob Vance. And I love what Michael's little reaction. And kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> someone for everyone. <laughs> Such a great backhanded compliment by him. Oh, he wouldn't yeah. He wouldn't know what that was in the first place, so. Well, you know, that's another thing, too, is we get moments from everybody. Everybody. Episode. Even Roy shows up. Yeah. I mean, because... Eight minutes in, you're still wondering, like, so she get married? Yeah, that's or? Th- that's true. They they not only they 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 show you what happened in the moments after yeah. the end, after casino night. Mm-hmm. They show you that Jim is gone. Yeah, because they go to Stanford. Yeah, but they don't. Yeah, we'll to. but they don't. And, but, and it's a few minutes before we see Stanford, and it's a few minutes before we see the Roy thing. They really, they take their time too, and yeah. I think part of it what's worked so well with it is they thrust that Oscar storyline into the spotlight right after the opening credits. Right. Toby's in his office. Yeah. Michael's in yeah. trouble. He's yeah. already reacting. We don't see him saying faggy. Mm-mm. We get the recap on it. And Die Hard is a fantastic movie. But is so is Shakespeare in Love. I saw that in the theater. It's a wonderful to, film. I'll have to take your word for it. I'll but I, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's pretty good. I think it was, I think it was nominated for some Oscars. Who else was, who yeah. was in that? I make. Wasn't that somebody with the last name Fines and maybe Gwyneth Paltrow? That's Ralph right. or Joseph. Actually, I think Both, probably Ralph. Maybe either. You know, Joseph's the younger. I think uh, he's in Handmaid's Tale. But yeah. anyway, I think they're like Gallagher brothers, or or, oh. or, or you can just swap them out. Yeah, I don't know. Once yeah. again, I'm sure it's a wonderful movie, but come on, Hilton, Die Hard, <laughs> <laughs> right? No. no, that's further cementing. Is that our first Die Hard? I don't think it is. I think he, he's definitely mentioned Die Hard before yeah, in the series I think because so. that. Really, kind of. It's funny how Die Hard will pop up every now and then <clears throat> throughout the series because I guess it's just one of some some producer, some director's favorite uh, movie. Fantastic Christmas and, film. Yeah, even though Bruce Willis, as y'all probably saw, said it's not a Christmas movie at his roast. Oh, did he? He, he did. That? Yeah, he did. I don't believe him. No, it's he, not. It's he totally he Christmas. He shove it up his ass. Yeah, it's Christmas. That and Gremlins, just a couple Christmas movies. You know. Yeah, it's all about spirit. You know. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, some uh, people hear it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's a Ghostbusters two reference. For yeah. those of you out there, man, that that's not a Christmas movie. Ghostbusters two. No, it's really not. Yeah. Did it try to be? No, I don't think. No, it was no, no. It was New Year's. New Year. Yep. Yeah. It was New Year's, but mm-hmm. I don't consider that a New Year's movie. I don't that's think true. those exist. Yeah. <laughs> Except for New Year's Eve, maybe that was a movie. It was. Yeah. Oh, okay. That well, one, that that one will count by default, I guess. We'll that one, yeah. Man. But yeah, so Roy, uh, like you mentioned, we oh saw man, Roy. and a brilliant little turn for Roy. Mm-hmm. He's on camera for like just his whole little backstory. Yeah, definitely sort of adds to his adds to his character. I would say. Yeah, well, and even it, though we know it's short sighted and and it's not who he really is, uh, but seeing him in crisis and then just a little sort of comical, you know, mugshot that they pulled to when he went because he said he stopped taking care of himself mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. DUI arrest so he's a little chubbier and look, the, yeah. uh, and it the, looks and like the, he's been the, fighting just love yeah. those de- I love those little details in the show uh-huh. <laughs> they can do it like nobody else and the uh, and, and just the whole I gotta get her back like you know he's yeah. definitely in that place and, and you don't and really know and that's gonna play a theme go. yeah. yeah and yeah. that's gonna be big time and him just trying to feign 
sensitivity and niceness and uh, how he's going to care about everything I that gotta she does. i got to stop taking her for granted, you know? i got to get her back. <clears throat> yeah. So he, he does have something to him, I guess. It's just yeah. misplaced. Yeah, well, and I mean, you know, he's a yeah. perfectly good guy, I guess. He's got yeah. some anger issues he's got to work out, yeah. which we'll learn more about. But, yeah. But, but yeah, he still believes that they should be together. Yeah, which I and mean, you see that in breakups where one person holds on, and, and this is true. And uh, you and know, when you work together, oof. exactly. Yeah, and yeah. of course, you know, we'll we'll see that this isn't the end of that story. That that's gonna continue, and sure is. and then the character, of course, will even pop up as late as season nine with some mm-hmm. with some unusual developments. That was that was a weird episode. That was a weird episode. Yeah. Season nine's a weird season, but it is a weird season. Well. Uh, We'll see when we get there. Yeah, we will see. I yeah. don't know, but yeah, good luck with that, Roy. Yeah. Although it almost it does well. We'll, we'll give him props. Yeah. It's a somewhat successful successful uh, endeavor. Yeah, I don't think the man can complain really. No, but Pam's still evolving. This is probably my favorite, maybe my favorite season for Pam. Oh yeah, this is a great season for her. She really st- I mean, this is the Pam I wish she would have stayed forever. Yeah. This is like her peak for me. Yeah, and we get some good Jim, too. I mean, Oh, yeah, we do. Even with a lot of the things that are going to happen, and he may move on a path that a lot of the fans were having trouble with for a minute, but he definitely um, has a path, and we see a lot of sides of him. We get to see him being a good guy to someone and trying to do that because uh, I got to say, for what's about to ca- happen in these next 20 episodes, there's a lot of characters that I really love here. Oh, yeah. And even, like, uh, you know, we, we get our introduction to Rashida Jones right. as, as Karen Filippelli. Yes, Yes, we do. And her first talking head. God love her. And her first talking head. Now, of course, we're getting into Stanford, but Stanford, yeah, Stanford, Connecticut. Here we come. And they were able, in another way, it's great to see how they were able to expand the universe yep. and make it work. Oh, so organically. Because that's that's kind of a that's yeah. kind of a stretch. Well, they did it so great because you had Jim. We start with Jim. He's in the new office, but there he is at a mm-hmm. desk. There's the familiarity. There's a beautiful view. The talking head. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. He's playful. He's jokey. Oh, he he lies to the camera. Oh yeah. Why did I? Why do I transfer? Got a raise. Got a raise. And look at that view. Yeah, completely. But then yeah. we get. We, then we see um, Andy. And the introduction, to Andy, Andy Bernard. Bernard. They, they and I I, re, I realized in those first five minutes with Andy, they said. He just the, pops right in. And they set the jokes that are going to be his jokes for his seasons to come. <laughs> we get Big Tuna, the first two words out of his mouth. You're right. We get his uh, get, yeah. his womanizing. His and womanizing. His, his love of Cornell. His, yep. And, and, and here comes Treble, you know? Yeah. You will be, yeah. Acapella is going to be a thing. Yeah. And, and, and they will be, and maybe that's part of why Andy is such an interesting character and, and maybe a failed character in some ways. He's <clears> all over the damn place. And I think it may be because they really sort of set a couple of one notes in the beginning and, yeah. and let him grow as organically as some of the others did. It's a somewhat similar path, I would say, that Michael goes on. I guess they kind of, because they, they start Andy out as sort of your frat boy. Yeah. Definitely bro. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know. And, and he, uh, yeah. And he's going to have a softer awkwardness to him later on, you yes. know. I mean, he and then, yeah. and, and a bit of that oh, <clears throat> obsession we, like Dwight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's very adversarial because mm-hmm. he's always, he's, he's sizing up to Big Tuna. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, yes, to, yeah. Yeah. He's a cut your throat he's to get a, ahead kind of guy. And you you're know? like, what are you talking about, you idiot? Yeah. <laughs> but we do get to see it. <clears throat> A glimpse of Andy's anger and management issues. Love that scene to see how Jim's antics backfire. Comple- yes, and and John Krasinski is awesome as he plays that off like so smooth, just so quickly, just looks right at the computer. Yeah, Andy's freaking out. He kicks the <laughs> kicks the wastebasket. I'm gonna lose my mind. And then cut, the camera goes to zoom in on Jim, and he does a quick little head shake. <laughs> yeah. And then right back at his computer, like, up, oh, just working, yep. no idea what's going on here. It's you a know. popular gif used these days. Yeah. Whenever, whatever you want to use that emotion. <laughs> I notice it. No, no. But we got that. We got another familiar character helping us ease into Stanford as we saw Josh leading oh, the meeting. Oh, yes, we do. And we get that yes, great line do. where he talks about how they're going to have to go through some extra training because of some problems at the Scranton branch. <laughs> and the lady sitting next to Jim with her little... Kind of, a, she kind of raises her eyebrows like, oh, there we go again. Yep. <laughs> and uh, leading the way for Mr. Brown to come back. Yeah, which was great. At Larry the end. Wilmore's last ride, I yeah. believe, in this uh, whole series. Yep. <laughs> Lo- love him in that in that role, and it, it it was great to see that continuity. It is that idea that yeah, uh, you, you know, know, within the company, they use the same uh, whatever. Yeah, the same. Uh, uh, mo- not motivational, but. Yeah, uh, training, training services uh, or whatever. Yeah, training services. Well, 
Gotta go back to this branch. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Dunder Mifflin again. <laughs> I don't want to go back to. Oh no, it's not Scranton. Okay, good. Not Scranton. At least it's not that one guy. Yeah. It's amazing. It's funny how they they set up Stanford as sort of this magical place beyond beyond Scranton. Like, oh, mm-hmm. look at that view. It's right out there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I did pass that on the on the train from New York City to Hartford. Really? Yeah. It was one of the stops, nice. and I would have appreciated it way more if I was in the office at that point, but I wasn't. That's funny. It is funny. But it is, I guess, kind of on the coast. I guess it's on the coast. I'm not, I am can't remember. Yeah. I, su- I suppose it was. You should pull it up on a map. I don't so know. We can find out. The, um, yeah. But, but they, and then we get yeah. Karen Filippelli. Yes. Who, who yes. I love just because she's so quick to point out the gym face. Yes. And it's so cute the way she does that. Uh-huh. Oh, God. She pulls it off. Yeah. And, she, and yep, Stanford is on the water, actually. Yeah. So... So yeah, they they are accurate in their dis- the depiction. It's actually on the water across from Long Island, New York. Yep. So yep, we were coming. So it wasn't that far out. No, it really, really, really isn't. It looks like it's probably about uh oh, it's only just uh maybe about twenty thirty miles. From okay, New York. yeah, it was a stop. Yeah. So it was enough <clears throat> yeah. for Amtrak to stop. Oh, crazy. Yeah, but we get um, Karen as sort of an awkward. I would say it's a little bit of an awkward opening for. For her, as, as knowing where she ends up, yeah, like and how Jim, Jim and her have a somewhat adversarial. It's more, you know, it becomes playful and back and forth. Well, yeah, that's what it is. She seems she a little annoyed by him at yeah, first. Yeah, because yeah, because he kind of jumps in for the new leads, mm-hmm, which yeah. actually, you know what, kind of ballsy on your part, Halpert. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're the new guy. Like you just want to just jump in, like, oh well, yeah, I'll take those, and from all the other salesmen, mm-hmm, like I kind of, yeah. I kind of, I kind of get the. Uh, does this guy think he is? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but uh, anyway, she loves him. So yeah, she'll fall for him. We'll she see that. And that's what's great is we're gonna get enough days in Scranton to really get a little feel for the place. You know, yeah. I was having a thinking watching the Oscar and Michael thing go down. Yeah. Um, I was sort of imagining what Jim would be doing, reacting to all of that. Oh, I know. Because you get to see Pam and Ryan's face of just utter horror and they're not the speak up kind jim would normally have some yeah. comments to make i kind of thought that too like whoa 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 yeah, yeah. that's um, not okay you yeah. know that sort of <laughs> yeah. stuff right how would he have played if if he had been there yeah and i think that's one of the reasons why this was such a great story for this episode was because it plays well where you don't have jim yes. to possibly rein it back a little Right, things kind of go just haywire to the next level. Yeah, and because, like we said, Pam and Ryan don't chime in. No, they, they just don't. react facial wise. You no, know? Pam's looking over at Ryan after uh, Michael proclaims that they're all Homo sapiens, yeah. all homos, Homo mm-hmm. sapiens, and she just has that little moment. Yep, she would have. She knows she would have. Jim would have been right there. They both would have looked at each other, and Ryan's just. Well, just like Jim looking at the empty chair at the end of the episode. Yep. You know, when yep. he's in the Brown meeting. They. They really bring that back. Yeah, and, and that's when we have we have that moment with Jim sort of mem- fondly remembering Pam. Mm-hmm. And then later after the gaydar uh, arrives <laughs> at the office, Pam has her moment remembering Jim. Yeah, she does. And that's finally the big payoff that we haven't had this episode. We've learned yeah. where they are, yeah. but now is the first time where we're like, oh, nope, they're still thinking about each other. And how. You know, <laughs> this isn't over yet, you no. know, which is great. And I think that's as... You know, I think that's what the fans needed at that point was... Yeah. And what, what a stuffed episode between the plot, between the subplot in Stamford, Multiple. between all the cast appearances, mm-hmm. and to even touch on that running Jim and Pam story, not only in the beginning in the setup, yeah. but in the end with those little moments. They've got their bases completely covered. It's, a, it's really one of, I, I would say craft-wise, one of the best episodes. Oh, yeah. You know? It's just as good. I think it's just... Well, it may not be as fun and enjoyable as casino night because that's just that's probably the best episode ever yeah or one of the top two or three but this one is like it's still up there in monumentalness mm-hmm. and well done like it you know it, it sw- you know sways a little more serious i guess yeah or like the subject matter at least is yeah. kind of it's a lot of that awkward laugh if there are laughs yeah know. it's a little more swings of the british side i guess i yeah. could sort of well we and we that. you know we even have the scene where oscar pushes past angela and dwight's yeah. running after him i mean there's yeah. conflict in the office uh-huh. yeah that's a, there's a real moment there of tension yeah you know yeah and it's they but they do a great job of and then but they do it again michael comes right in it's like wait a minute yeah. Office space. I don't care if you're gay, a lesbian. Points or, at Angela. Yeah, points at Angela. We're overweight. Yeah. Conference room now. <laughs> Everybody's uh, something. Yeah. I don't get it. 
That's uh, it doesn't it, matter. Yeah, man. but it works. You're right. It's definitely one of the best episodes. I would say I would say top five to ten, yeah. maybe top five. If I'm being really fair. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough on this one. I'd say top ten for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But that's what they were so good with these season openings and their finales were amazing. Mm-hmm. They really, they really hit the ball out of the park first. Well, yeah, and through um, season five, and they've had they, they, there was strength all throughout. But I really think they had this big thing where they kept having these moments where they were like, "The show is growing, new people are getting on board. We're gonna hit them with everything we got." Mm-hmm. You saw that in season five when they had the episode that aired during the Super Bowl stress relief. With the fire in the office in the beginning, with yes. Stanley's heart issues, yes. and I mean that's another one, just like Gay Witch Hunt, that really just pushes the boundaries, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what they they always did for their big moments. And this season three premiere for them was a big moment. It was, and they delivered. They really, really did. So. They, luckily, they'd set themselves up with a lot of great subject material, and obviously, I mean everything's excellent in our eyes. But definitely, some you still there's so much cliffhanger left from the first. From the last episode, yeah, it just works that much better. So I'm, I'm not saying they would, they couldn't have fucked it up. They mm-hmm. could have fucked it up. Oh, of course. I mean, and to put the everything you're finding out from the last, or everything that's sort of changing from mm-hmm. the from the last episode, along alongside Oscar's revelation, it's cr- it's crazy to me yeah. that they were able to do that and make it work. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No, I, I absolutely think they and, – and that's the beauty of the show is they managed to do – go big and go crazy bold and still tell human stories at the same time. Yeah, in a humorous way. Yeah, and that's – it's it's really uh, – yeah. it's why this thing was exploding at this time. It really was. And it really would for another probably three – two to three years. I and think it, so. And I, I think it's right around the, the Kathy Bates stuff – uh, in season six, when when things maybe when they started to plateau, yeah, and maybe even drop a little, we should look into the numbers next time. You know, I think that sounds about right. I think that's maybe, probably when viewership, yeah, tended to go. You know, maybe it still sucks about fourth season being cut so short. Yeah, and I think that was a big problem with it. And I think also they, they I think they moved days. They and they were playing with length. They were doing the forty minute episodes right, for a while. So right. it was an interesting uh, time in the show that, in the way they were trying to capitalize on it. So. Yeah, I would say like after the fourth season, that's when it never was the same again. Yeah. I, my my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it was still great. Yeah, it just didn't. It just wasn't the same. Everything to me, I always feel like after the fifth season, there's a slight change in tone that I recognize. I might be confusing those two. You might be yeah. right. Like maybe after the fifth one, after Charles Minor and Holly, that's when yeah. I feel like things change a little bit. Yeah. So, but, but you know, that's that's natural. Even even because you're gonna have different different characters, different storylines. So. Yeah. And of course, season five is when we get Aaron, who who becomes such a crucial oh, character. Yeah. You know? One of the best new characters so far into a show I can remember. Oh yeah. After you know. so many seasons, just coming in and tearing it up. Yeah. But Be- really... because and because besides Aaron, we don't get a lot of new characters on the Office. Besides who we're gonna get this season, mm-hmm. and this is the first time there's been a bit of an influx in characters. You know. Oh yeah. Well, they kind of use the whole merger downsizing to their mm-hmm. advantage to ironically yeah. increase their cast yeah. as it went even though not everyone gets yeah, we'll lose so many of them <laughs> we so kind of lose a few on the way michael um but but, <laughs> but for this season it's going to end up meaning Thank two you. two new cast members for the season and, right. and we're going to keep one for the remainder of the show yeah they'll end up being one of the most crucial characters at, at towards the end as and, it turns out and then one of the least crucial for a minute it's a, it's a weird path <laughs> it's a weird path um, all over the damn place was that andy bernard yeah i don't know but i uh crazy we got more to peruse oh absolutely we do we, we... Did we leave out stuff? No, no, we got more. Looking at my notes, I feel like we're not talking enough about the rest of the cast. Oh, yeah, them. Yeah, because we get so much of them, like we said. You know? Oh, man, I just realized one thing I we cannot. One of my fa- Probably my favorite moment of the, of the other cast yeah. is Kevin. Oh, God. <laughs> Kevin coming to learning about Oscar Talk is about so the ridiculous. Worst, except maybe outside Dwight. Yeah. The worst two people you would want to know mm-hmm. that you were gay in the office. And Kevin also encapsulates that same kind of if you didn't want uh, people to know it naive childhood thing that Michael has. You know, yeah. when Michael talks about faggy or calling your friends retards and stuff like that. Yeah, Kevin does that giggling. He's just a big galoot. Yeah, he's just he just thinks it's so funny that Oscar could be gay. <laughs> you know, 
they keep and they keep uh, panning back to him as Michael would say something or someone else would mm-hmm. say something about being gay or here and there, and he just had these random little smiles throughout the whole. There's yeah. at least six or seven of them. I swear to God, he's charmed by this whole thing. He's charmed. Mm-hmm. Angela is not. <laughs> Oh, God, man. And, Another one like Dwight who comes out pretty offensive. Oh, I know. Episode. And Angela's just so, she's so great with her delivery. How she's like, mm-hmm. explains so much. Yeah. And I could hear so many, that mm-hmm. seems like such a stereotypical thing that, a, you know, a woman like that would say. Exactly. Really nails yeah. it. Really does. And it's, uh, you know, it's funny because we get Meredith, who who doesn't have a lot of screen time, no. but what we see is her eating the hand sanitizer, yeah. digging into her alcoholism, yeah. and then when they're looking at the gay porn, her just face of shock, <laughs> watching whatever Dwight pulled up. I gotta say, that's... I think that's a little bit of a, a departure for what her character. I think because I think if that was in later seasons, she would just been like, she, "Oh, whatever." Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, yeah I've been, oh, there, been yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I, she could have thrown in a line like that. I held the camera. That would be that would be a Meredith moment. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yes, her look of just utter shock mm-hmm. is kind of perfect. Yeah. Along with Creed next to her with his sort of, just, know, what's he wants, that? Wants what's, to see what are you more. Over with? Yeah. Although Creed has no, he has no issue with homosexuality no and i love that too that moment that we get a creed is just one of very sort of accepting life and love is what it is you know that kind of stuff that was my first head uh uh testimonial with creed and i'm so happy it was that's a good first moment it really throws like whoa yeah (laughs) he's different He's not like your net normal elderly character, yeah, right. it seems. Definitely, definitely not some you know racist grandparent or something. I think that's a yeah, that's just a part of the evolution for my love of the show. Mm-hmm. Seeing a, a yeah, uh, yeah, some funky, freaky old old guy yeah. talking about having sex and possibly could have been one guy. Our Stanley moment is very classic Stanley. He's just put out. Oh, he's so just, good, so he's good. Just, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's been you bothered him. You made him buy a damn toaster. toaster. Now he has two toasters. <laughs> Give the, cut the man the break, mm. Lord. <laughs> but it's such a him thing. Uh-huh. And the way he explains it is like part of it's redundant, but that doesn't matter because the way he's enunciating everything is just so classic him. Uh-huh. And his eyes, the way he like just just the delivery is it's great. Perfect. Yeah, these, so the, perfect. these can these characters are in their prime right now. They know exactly what they are and what oh, they yeah. want to be. Everybody's yeah, we've 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 hit the groove. Yeah, exactly. Full on. Yeah. Full on. Kelly with her Oh. Her admiration for Oscar. Extreme admiration yeah. for I Oscar. underestimated you. <laughs> Oh. Talk about a backhanded compliment. Oh, I know. And that it's such an, that's another one that's very similar to Michael's in that it's, it's well-intentioned and ignorant. Yes. You know? Yeah, she's like the other end of it. And her little mm. face when they're when they're kissing, she just has like her hands together. And it's like, oh, so beautiful. It's oh, like, yeah. It's like she's hearing chariots of fire in her fucking head. Like, like she's like, seeing moments come to life, yes, you know? Yeah, we're, we're making a breakthrough and... It's just the most yeah everything is ill placed with those two. Yeah. It's there's maybe some good meaning behind it just it is wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just does not work <laughs> wrong. the way they want it to. But they're very good like you were saying. Um, they've developed the characters, they know what they want them to do. Yeah. And and play off the situation just like they would. Yeah. And even even Jan when Jan shows up, we don't get a ton of time with her, but no. we see the best of Jan, oh, you yeah, know. We, we see do. her harsh the way she's talking to oh. Michael. Yeah, the way she waves at Oscar in that "don't sue me" kind of way. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> throws on the smile real quick, the big smile, and you know, it's just insult to injury to Oscar the, at that point. The company respects you. I'm gonna go tell off your boss. You know? I'll just wave at you and not anybody else, so it won't look awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poor guy. He really just gets dragged through the mud. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, you know, for for a character who we haven't learned a ton about. Except really maybe in the episode where uh, he's pretending to be sick. Yeah. You know, we... Um, yes, this is the next evolution from that. We definitely get caught up quick. You know, they give us a lot of Oscar in an episode. Well, you know? and it just confirms that... Because we... If you go back to Dwight being in that episode and mm-hmm. so clearly missing what he should have realized was going on... Yeah. Probably. But him... And then you get the end back with Michael saying... You think Oscar's gay? Absolutely not. Yeah. And right? he's not wearing women's. Well, he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, we saw that, you dumbass. Well, and that's the thing, too, is is that was its own story, and they managed to make that now a seed for this story. I know. And it that, was, w- that was brilliant. Yeah, and it works on both levels. Returning people who were on for season two, oh, my God, this is playing out. This There's more perfect. to this. For new viewers, I even, missed out. if you have no idea that he was gay or not, you can. It's written so that you can get caught up quick. You can. You know, this is true. 
This is true. You don't get quite the same payoff from not having seen the other episode, yeah. but you still do get. Um, it's a funny scene. It's a, yeah. It's it, a, it's the hilarious, most the hilarious setup, you scene of ignorance I've ever seen in my life. You don't need to have seen these season two stuff to see this. No, you know, it's no. really it's. In fact, even the Jim and Pam stuff that, of course, there's a it helps a lot more. Oh yeah, but most they definitely. do catch you up. Most definitely, someone's missing. Oh, it's this guy. Look at that romantic scene. They're kissing. She's yeah. saying no. Yeah. You know, he says okay. Mm-hmm. That's oh okay. I don't know much about him, but mm-hmm. I know that clearly he used to be there mm-hmm. and. Maybe she misses him. Yeah, you know? I got that. I mean, I gleaned. I mean, the first time I saw yeah. it. I mean, yeah, I kind of. You can. It's. It's not too far away from the beginning where you're completely lost. Yeah, and you're. So, but still, it's. But and and once again, just an example. And they did this a lot in season two. That economical use of writing. I was thinking that too. Yeah, there's not one. I was thinking that because I remember you said that in the last episode, and this is episode same way. No there's wasted time. None. Yeah. Zero. I mean, even. Even the stuff that is off base, like we don't know who yeah, Bob like, Vance is since she talks about Bob Vance or, you know, new viewers wouldn't know yet. Right. But, but even that, it establishes Phyllis and it keeps it in the context of the episode in the fact that Michael makes that joke afterwards or the has mm-hmm. that shocked moment. The uh-huh. kind of amazing yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. because you just see it, it, for those of us who know it's another step in the ongoing Phyllis story mm-hmm. for those who, viewers who didn't. It's Michael just being this Michael character, you know, still just being a sp- yeah, not you know, only is he in, ignorant against gays, he's got weird judgmental things about women. Exactly. You know? Yeah, he's got his issues up and down the board. Yeah. And, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. It, I, it all plays into expanding these characters even more. It does. And it works. And it'll play eventually into Phyllis's wedding. Yeah. And oh. all of Michael's misgivings about that will play out. Mm-hmm. And, and the seeds are planted for a very. An excellent season. Yeah. And it's it plays out just like that. Oh, and, you know, well, we mentioned Jan, and one of my favorite lines is when Michael's saying, I'm not gay, and you should know that, Jan. <laughs> yeah. He has to throw in a little comment that about what happened yeah. in that night at the Chili's parking yeah, of lot. Of course. Yeah. You know, just in case everyone forgot about that. But his little looks back to the camera. When oh, he's, yeah. He's, he's just, you know, his hands are up like, yeah, I mean, great. Come, on, me, guys. come on, guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, right? Uh-huh. Every time. You know, gay Pride Parade looks yeah. back. Not a, not a gay shame festival <laughs> Man. yeah michael is oscar hit it right in the head in this episode he is sending mixed signals yeah exactly it's not just gay is good well and that's and every time that michael comes out with something that's trying to be pro homosexual he then immediately has to backtrack and assert his own heterosexuality oh right like i'm just coming out hetero, hetero. yes yes and even and even um <clears throat> uh when Phyllis says, "Oh, you know, of course we all thought you were gay," uh-huh. and he's and then he laughs and then he goes, "And I take that as a compliment." Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> and and then he's trying to say, "If I was gay, I would be the most flamboyant gay you'd ever seen." And yeah. his imagery with you know wearing feathers and oh, yeah, covered in feathers. Covered like, in feathers. Like, I'm not sure. Was he referencing <laughs> being really sure. tarred and feathered? <laughs> Or was he just thinking of like people wearing feather boas, which I know, is, of course, is popular in drag shows and pride Try parades. To you know, give him the benefit of the doubt, I guess. Yeah, but God knows with this dude. But he really does have, and I think that was sort of part of. There was a stage, and maybe, and I think many people maybe still feel this way, where they they see a, a different lifestyle like homosexuality as both a thing that they're used to being picked on about, or it's something. It's something you. It's it's an insult. But it's also something that people are, and we have to be respectful of that. Yes. And they're dealing with both at the same time. Yes. And that's, I think, where Michael is. He knows that, yes, of course, you have to accept all people, and I, I want people to be okay with who they are, and, and no one really yeah. cares if man's dating a man. Right. But also, haha, Jimmy was a fag growing up. Right, you know? right. And, and yeah, that exists for yeah. him. That exists on both. And I think that and exists for people. It's I just the that... misconnection. Yeah. There's not that... He doesn't recognize how one affects the other. Yeah, exactly. And, and really, in the end, that's how you can still buy it. Yeah. Because that's how – and they really hammer it home when he sees Oscar out in the parking lot with Gay, with, yeah, with, with, with Gil. Gil. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gil. And, and he said – and Michael was like, I wonder if he knows. Yeah. And then that's the, yes, you are a dumbass. Yeah, you just don't get it at all. You do not get it. You don't understand, like, the idea that it's all part of the same story, you know? Gil, yeah. The roommate is this, clearly Gil, the boyfriend. Right. You know? This they are not mutually exclu- or, uh, exclusive. Yeah. This is all a part of one thing. You dumbass. Yeah. Well, look at what he he thinks. We go back to his talking about how 
and of course, this is before gay marriage was legal it in was. the U.S. We get that true. reference. Yeah, we do get that reference. He talks about it not being legal. Uh-huh. And he goes, I wish a lot of straight men could do that because they could be out having torrid monkey sex. <laughs> and that is he, – he almost has that sort of like 1970s club – a stereotype idea of right. what gay men are. Right. You know? Yeah. Like they're we, all just out having as much yeah, sex as, as possible. possible. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, the pervert Kevin comes in with the great, that'd be great. Yeah. That right. Of course. Great. Yeah. Kevin it loves that idea. Great. He loves Which, that idea. How many straight guys have had that thought or joke over the years? Yeah. Like, oh, I wish I could just sleep around with anybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you can, you know, you, can. you get partners for it. You it's know? not accepted in most places, yeah. but you can. Yeah. <laughs> But and, and but and then the, of course likewise he has Michael has no idea of the flip side of that that just like anyone else, gay people have relationships they can be monogamous they can be committed they can have a boyfriend they live with you know maybe you know just like maybe kill perhaps <laughs> it's so uh, it, it's so fragmented his his concept of things is so fragmented yeah. and we'll see he so much can't. of that this season too oh we will we you will know. and Dwight's not really much better we're. Much more intelligent than he is by this point. Exactly, I think he sm- he smartens up as the series goes on. Yeah, and I think they tone him down a little bit. Although we see the sociopath nature we, we, throughout, we do know? we do throughout. But in, the, in this one, he's even by now he's still most he's still he's still there's an innocence and a naivete. I there would say, is to Dwight. Yeah. It, he I feel like he was probably the most maliciously ignorant, where he seemed a little bit almost oh, hostile. Oh. Yeah, you know? well, he's the one that uh, would like the gays to identify themselves. Yeah, to exactly, everyone else. You know? And that's that's straight out of the fucking Nazi playbook right there. It yeah. sounds like the way he, yeah, I wish he, the way he says it. The office gays to and identify oh, themselves so bad. It's <laughs> just so bad. But then I'm trying to remember what comes ha- happens right out. Oh yeah, that's the that's when they go into the Phyllis. That's when he yep, accuses yeah. Phyllis because she makes no effort yeah. to yes which is one way they get around all those moments where dwight is really harsh is they immediately divert your attention to something else. exactly you know? it's that spoonful of sugar they keep yeah giving back to you even after like they yeah. they walk on land i walk through landmines in this episode so many times yeah which it's, makes it even more brilliant and, i'd say and that's remember i mean even now uh what a decade later we we've seen we, the show doesn't seem as shocking as it was, but we no. got to remember when this first aired, this was still pretty shocking. It was, and this kind of played into my thinking because we've had the discussion before. Could they make The Office today? Yeah. Could they make this episode today? In many, no, you no, they so? couldn't have. I only because I think because culture has come along so much farther and voices uh, uh, pushing for acceptance and understanding and, mm-hmm. and trying to quash the casual use of bigotry. Yeah. And because actually, yeah, they I, have I would say, louder. yeah, given, given the, um, uh, political climate of yeah. the current day, yeah. yeah, this would not, um, and I don't, I don't mind that. I, I, mean, I I'm a big fan of culture trying to figure itself out. I want that. Me too. I want, I want, I want things to be honest. I don't want, you know, it, I want, I want some honest, like, you can buy that Michael was this ignorant and this stupid. Yeah. Like, uh, but I think if that show came out today, the he would be viewed as more of an ignorant villain. Right. Because there was only there was a bit more understanding ten years ago that someone could be this clueless mm-hmm. and not be evil. Right. And now, not not to suggest that he would be evil now, but he would definitely right. be like, okay, come would, on, man, it's it would, 2018. It, it would be harder to yeah, yeah in in the current the no. way society has advanced, yeah. you know. Right. I don't know. Ignor- ignorance now- still runs rampant, though. Yeah. Well, and especially now, like we we the the conversation of gender has gotten so loud in our society. Yeah. And it's almost pushed past the concept of sexuality as being the real yeah. difficult conversation. I yeah. don't use that word a lot. <laughs> but uh, no, no, no. But it, yeah, it, it would have. To, I think it would be. It would have its place if they if they did bring back the office yeah. and they've talked about doing it. Yeah. Imagine, uh, you know, if if someone who uh, transgendered who or mm-hmm. who didn't identify with a traditional gender role. Was in the office. How would could, Michael handle that? Can we call it now? Is oh. that going to happen? Oh. You think if they do this, if they reboot, here's uh, our. Here, yeah, I predict they will if yeah. they reboot. Yeah. Oh, I. Oh, I hope they do. I hope they do too. You know, and and I hope it's handled delicately. That's the one thing too is, is with, with gender and, and someone's with, identity. I want so... it handled delicately, but honestly. Yeah. 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 Right. Because that's yeah. one thing this show does but, have at its heart, and and you know, but oh, in but a, can but you in imagine? A way, but in a way that's. It's conveyed correctly. Yeah. And can you imagine, and, and please, obviously, as, as someone who's cisgendered uh, listeners, please forgive me if I do uh, uh, fail to articulate properly. Yeah, but me too as well. Can you imagine someone like Jan, because Jan's in the office in this episode, giving him the bit like, coming out is an important step, and that they need to be able to choose it when it's their time, right. which that little nugget, that's a great true fact. It is. It's a great lesson, because for 
others, again, 10 years ago, who may not have understood the concept of coming out mm-hmm. to get, oh, yeah, oh, that's a moment for them. It that's is. something that they have to be able to have control over. Yes, they do. Jan, imagine her setting Michael straight on stuff about identity. Just because someone looks like something when they're born doesn't mean that's really what they are. And, you know, to be able to send those kind of nuggets of truth out on the airwaves, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. if done right. Yeah. Michael's ignorance in the situation could then be used as a lesson for a lot of people. If it's done right. Yeah. It's done right. So you mentioned that coming back to that, um, because it was sort of dawning on me, it's really, yeah. Like coming out, like Jan says, is a very important yeah, like personal, personal thing. thing. You don't want to do it in front of your coworkers. Number one, against yeah. your will, you really don't want to do it in front of a camera crew. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, how horrified. Oh, we did talk about that moment where Oscar has the talking head. Oh, and he has. Oh, God. And he, you can see where he's he's not – he really is – and I don't know if this is just a thing because I, I feel like there's also an element of where you've got to be like, well, why isn't he trying to be more honest? But he simply choose, chose – this is not part of his life that needed yeah. to matter in the office, and no, nor should it. Yeah, and he only divulged it when he was just – he was in the corner. Yeah. He had nowhere else to go. Yeah, and he was you could almost see in that moment where he stops with the, the, the lie excuse and he sighs and he looks down and you can just see him coming to terms with the oh fuck it. You know? <laughs> and that was so well done too. Yeah, great that, performance. Great performance. So. Um it, it really rang true, like I don't know, to my to, to my perception at least. To yeah. somebody, you know, who who has and, and and the audience, assuming they've watched the first two seasons knows what knows what we know and we know that he's gay yeah so it's kind of an, it's an interesting it would have been more shocking i suppose if we didn't have all those all that lead up to it yeah. where it was you know obvious to us it wasn't obvious to michael or dwight yeah or, but even by the time yeah. that talking head airs toby has made it very clear like yeah. we've had the scene between michael and oscar so yeah. it's interesting that that's so late in the episode but, yeah it <clears> is but uh, it but it, but it also I think says a lot just about what that experience must be like for a gay man to be outed at work, uh, in a in a time which was still a little bit more closed minded on a documentary in a community <laughs> on TV yeah it's, <laughs> with 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 that idiot office staff too with oh, working gosh. with Angela yes. and Kevin and Michael <laughs> and Dwight you know? oh, he has a really good moment I don't want to forget this one um, when when Michael's first trying to time to. You know, show people that he cares and wants to hug Oscar. He's not trying to kiss him yet, but when he's trying to hug him, and and Oscar's like, I don't think that's a good idea. Like, yeah, no, no. Yeah, and then he just kind of mini explodes right there. That, oh, like, that's a great moment. That's a great mm-hmm. honest moment well, too. You're ignorant like, and small. Yeah, maybe I don't want to touch. I don't want to touch you. Yeah. you ever consider that? Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's awesome. Which we've seen that dude. That's another one. That's like that Jan Nugget. You know, where 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 he just makes a little come because that's another thing that you see in people who don't understand it, homosexuality, where they yeah. get that idea that. Oh, I just don't want them looking at me. Right? Yeah, who, because who says anyone's looking at you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> where do you get the gall? And what, do you, of, what do you think? Like you're the bee's knees. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of comedians have, have 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 jumped on that joke and you know talked about the you know just because they're gay doesn't mean they're yeah. attracted to you, doofus. Right. You know, <laughs> odds are they're probably not. Yeah, exactly. So relax. Yeah, <laughs> but that's always been an intrinsic, I think. Fear. Yeah, exactly. For for, and, for, some for heterosexual men, for yeah. heterosexual males. Yeah, and because they're yeah, it's just ingrained the, into and, into many of them. Well, and I think it's because a lot of Us. heterosexual males pursue all so many heterosexual women just so rampantly. Yeah. Oh, there's a pretty girl. I'm gonna go talk to her. So right. They, yeah. So, so they feel like they're gonna immediately be a target. And right. I, and I think that's, that's because that's from their own experience. Yeah. You project what you know. And I think that's an element of misogyny and maybe is, of, of patriarchy. The idea that they have to be the ones right. to pursue and right. the minute some someone's checking them out, that's yeah. not okay. And especially any, in the shower, or, you know, in the yeah, you know oh, in the gym yeah. in the gym class or yeah. whatever. It's, it's always that's the most primal fear apparently any hetero male yeah. is going to have in their in their lifetime i think it says a, a lot about what's wrong with hetero hetero men right now. i mean to a degree yes yeah. i mean i don't know i, I can't speak for all of us but right. whatever it, it's just i, I love i love those <laughs> probably not the only thing wrong with us but, no, you know. <laughs> how much time we got here right. <laughs> but uh, i love how oscar amidst all of this just does that little deadpan of I don't think I can work here anymore. Oh yeah. And he's like, and you're like, 
You look at it like, yep, yep, makes I sense. Don't, I, I, you're right. Get the hell out. <laughs> Sue their asses. Just yeah. go for it, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, take them on, man. You should. <laughs> you got yeah. a slam and shut case right here. And because, you know, we, we always come back to the whole, why doesn't anyone do anything? Why doesn't Michael get in trouble? You know, and this is one of those moments where Oscar finally says the thing. We're like, yeah, for real, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. Like, work there anymore. And kudos for you, man, for bringing him back in. It's like, no, no, that was a good idea. Come back, come back, come yeah, on. Yeah. And, and it's sort of like he was able to lose his blind rage for a minute just to realize, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, this guy is a kid. He doesn't know what the idiot, hell. Okay, yeah. fine. Well, and I think, unfortunately, that that may also be an example of the sort of swallowing their pride and just having to put up with shit that so many people of marginalized yeah. cultures have to deal with. You yeah. know, I'm sure so many people of color, so many women, so many gay men, so many transgendered people have yeah. those moments where, like, Oh here fuck me. it! Come here, Normie. Yeah, Let me yeah. figure out what's wrong with you. <laughs> like, here we go again. Which like, is, uh, unfortunately, it's which is a credit to a lot of people's strength. Really, you know, to, it is. to be able to deal with that. It so. is, but yeah. but hopefully, shows like this and 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 where we've come uh, and how we're going that that this will be something that will improve for all people. Obviously, you hope so. And I think that's something that the office wanted to do in its awkwardness is be able to highlight issues because yeah. this show continually goes to those things, mm-hmm. sexual harassment, the difference in gender, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when I say gender, I'm talking about boys and girls episodes like right. that, that they've had in right. the past, yeah. you know, uh, they hit on some deep stuff Yeah, in they, the, in these, in these episodes a lot of times. And I think it's a challenge. Sometimes shows like this fail, sometimes have moments that fail. There's, there's been uh, scenes in the office that have been cut that there's that Halloween open a couple seasons from now that didn't air uh, oh. again because of, uh, it went a little too far. That's the one where Michael uh, pretends to hang himself in the, the warehouse. Oh, so, wow. Okay. But yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. sometimes they, they, people push back and it's not yeah. worked out. But, yeah, exactly. But well, I think this is one that they handled well. I think they handled it as well as they probably could have, yeah. Considering the the given characters and all of the damn hijinks that happens, <laughs> duh. Right. And, and 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 but not in an overly goofy way though. I mean, they they still maintain that seriousness amongst the insane, yeah, or just crazy, yeah. And and it still works. Yeah, it does. It still works. They're still masters of it. Yeah, I don't I, know how the hell they do it, but they do. Mm-hmm. They really, they really do. And and again, we are just getting started because this season is gonna fire on all cylinders. Yeah. We're oh, gonna, it is. This is another one like season two that's going to just keep going and going and getting better and better and better. Yes, it is. And 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 I love Oscar at the end with the his drop the mic moment. Oh yeah. You know why does he stay? Because he gets three months of vacation in a company car. <laughs> so even after that, he was gonna quit. Yeah. Like he 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 hugged it out with Michael, bitch, but then he was gonna still quit. Yeah, yeah. As you could as you can imagine, why but Jan, who Jan. has been in cleanup mode the whole episode, cleanup even mode. from the moment she showed up and waved at him. That's right. She you know she was ready. <laughs> Three months paid vacation and uh-huh. a company car. And I thought about that. How that's. That's there's a lot there. Of course, obviously, three months off from work is something everyone would would cherish. A, a car to drive around and not mm-hmm. have to worry about paying for for yourself would be mm-hmm. something everyone would love. This is true. But that's for a big company. That's not the most unreasonable thing. It's not. It's they not. probably had company car deals. We know Michael had one. The other branch managers probably had them. Damn. Three months Damn. off Famous for C-Bring. one employee. Yes, it's expensive, but mm-hmm. it's not. That doesn't cripple the company. They got two accountants there. Business as usual will function. Yes, and and there will and there will at least one of them we know can function. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> one of them uses Kalevin. But but, the, but this does play mm-hmm. into spoiler alert down the ro- line with the downsizing. Mm-hmm. I think this definitely plays into that, um, yeah. which will becoming be be becoming a topic during the season. Very, yeah, we're very, gonna get back to that. We're gonna get back to that, um, and I think this probably had something to do with their initial decision in that episode regarding Michael. Yeah. So I think Toby almost actually going back to my conspiracy theory or, Oh wow. He almost, it almost works. He almost gets him. Yeah. So yeah, Well, everybody almost gets canned. Right, yeah, but well, Michael was definitely a severance person. He was like, <laughs> we that. We you're right. Touche. So. Yes, yeah, yes. Josh does not take him up as he. Uh, says he, he will said he in, would. in yeah. the next, next episode. episode. Yep. And next episode, we are we got a good one coming up. We so. do. You want me to ask you some uh, trivia questions? Sure. If you got a fun? couple? That'd I be do. great. I do. I do. Figure why not? Uh, okay. What 
when Jim's pulling his first prank, uh, ill-fated prank on Andy, what did he put in Jello? Uh, calculator. He did. Yeah. A nice little callback to the first episode. Yeah. Uh, and I love how we see that moment. It's establishing the beginning of Stamford in a similar way to Scranton. Yes. But it goes such a different way. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Uh, number two, uh, what uh, did Pam take the fish or the chicken? Chicken. Yes. Chicken. I was going to say you get extra bonus points if you say it like her. What did you say? Chicken. Chicken. <laughs> um, oh, according to Michael, what do you call your friends if they're acting retarded? Uh, retards. Yeah. Yeah, which which also not okay. And I love that. And we've we've used the words they used on, on, on this episode. We've called ourselves – we've called each other retards for years. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> in earlier years. But I, but I mean – Just kidding. And, and, and even using it today in the episode, obviously, we mean no, no offense to anyone. Not we're just, even we're at simply all. just talking about no. – uh, no. what was said. Yeah. Uh, but what I love about that little bit too, is that's another example where 10 years later, you can't say that. That's another one that really has gone the way of, mm-hmm. of, of something like, 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 mm-hmm. like, like all these other uh, slurs, maybe is the right word for it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and we, we can see there how that's really something that's even gotten more severe since, uh, since the office. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's that, that little scene is sort of a nice window into Michael's psyche on the whole being offensive, but not wanting to offend. Yeah. Uh, psyche that he has. He's um. I, I'm luck. I'm glad we never got it because he. It, that is. This is. This is. This would maybe even be going too far for that show. Mm. But uh, Michael seems like the kind of person who could find himself in an argument trying to justify a use of the N word. You know. And that's where you don't want to go. You don't want to go there, of course. But, Ever. <laughs> but I could see him being that kind of mentality, again, from an innocent place. But right. what if I'm, you know, see. singing along to rap lyrics or oh, something? You know? Just, just uh, hum it, dude. Uh, don't, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning well, of course, you know, and, and no disrespect to anyone. Yeah. But. that's. But. but you could see how it could go. That's the kind of and sideways, I, and I'm sure they debated that in the writers' room because they they've touched on race plenty of times. True, and and done yeah. it very deftly. They I did, you know, say, with you know. with Michael with the uh, with Daryl making up different yeah. slang words for him to say. And well, Daryl, of course, becomes a great foil for that, along does. with Stanley to a certain extent. You yeah, know, to but. a certain extent. What else you got? All right, so a couple more. Um, what was Andy's acapella group in Cornell? Are you serious? I know. I was here I was, comes treble. Oh, yeah, this this I would know. if we would have had a guest who we didn't know. Yeah, we would have tried yeah. to see. We just we sussed him out. Yeah. Yeah. Here comes treble. We're, we're gonna catch Lacey on that one next time we have her yes, on. Yeah, we should. I should. We'll. we'll uh, yeah, I'll save that one. <laughs> uh, oh, last one. What two places online did they search for the Gadar? Sharper Image and Brookstone. Yes, sir. Nice. Ding, ding, ding. All right, man. Yeah. Who knew? Uh, anyone out there know where you can find Gadar? Uh, are there even like gag gifts? I guess that are called Gator. Is that something like you get at Spencer? Wonder, yeah, Spencer, someplace, someplace like that. If that, if those places still do exist. Uh, and I love that that was a moment when they called Jim when he said, "I miss that." <laughs> I miss that. And then how he sent them the uh, the metal detector, <laughs> yeah. and just that moment where it goes past Dwight's belt buckle and goes off, <laughs> and you see that shock in his eyes, like he's just been on a journey this whole episode. <laughs> and I, I mean, you could probably see it coming, like after he. He's so self-satisfied with himself that he tests Oscar. Yeah. And maybe, you know, maybe see it happening to him, too. But the way he plays it off, too, is so funny. Yeah. Because he's just so, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) What does this mean? Yeah. Yeah. Tour de force in the episode. Yeah, it really is. Can't wait for more. Any other thoughts on the episode? Oh, We've said just about everything. Oh, oh, um, I thought it was – and one last thing. I really – it was a brilliant episode. I love it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like I said, top – top, probably top five. Definitely not top ten. But um, the two false endings. Yeah. How they kind of – I don't know. I can't recall another episode that had so many endings. Yeah. Uh, Because they all would have worked. Yeah. But um, I thought that was another nice little twist at the end. And mm-hmm. they all worked each, like with Oscar, you know, sometimes it pays to be gay. Yeah, which was a great finale yeah. for him. A good little closure to, to sort yeah. of be like, ha-ha, you yep. know, which, yep. which I like. Mm-hmm. And Michael with Gil, or Michael with the, I wonder yeah. if he knows. Yeah, which I, for a minute, until I forgot about those other ones, I thought that was going to be it. And I was going to yeah. make a comment about how they're really seeing a pattern of wrapping it up with a sort of Michael's final thoughts. Yeah, they, yeah, thing. yeah. He's, yeah, he, They've been doing that he a lot. waxes about love and the things... What's to get between me and Jan? Yeah, or Oscar and some guy. Crazy thing. Yeah, know. yeah. They so they do. They still have that way to weave in his his words over things yeah. that he's not really thinking about, like Jim and Pam. Well, and he he really thinks this documentary, in many ways, is about him. You know, much as David Brent does in the UK. Yes. You know, yes. so this is a showcase for his managerial skills. Yeah, yeah. Well, he went above and beyond. Let's just remember that he. 
because the company apparently had uh, tasked him with uh, getting past the fact with the last thousand years of people being weirded out by gays. Yeah. <laughs> Even that, the number there, the, the comment, the, I just, I don't, okay. Yeah. And at the end, how he's like, um, well, we really made progress today. It's part of my job as a regional manager. Even though, no, it's not. <laughs> that has nothing to do with, oh, yeah. with your duties, sir. <laughs> that reminds me of the, the line with Duan, uh, 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 Jan and Dwight later where he's like, this is part of my job. It's not. It's <laughs> no, absolutely it's not. not or whatever she said. <laughs> yeah. There's some really, there's some difficulty with their uh, job duties. But yeah. love this episode. Uh, amazing kickoff to, the, to this season. Just going to set the tone for the greatness to come. Agreed. Yeah, it really is top notch. And like, like we have said all throughout, they really just... Gave you the best of what was working so well in season two. Got you set up for another great season. Expanded the whole universe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, was expanded it so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. really, they're not going to let us down. We've got another, you know, mm-hmm. do- do- dozen and a half, two dozen, or whatever it is, episodes that are really just going to give us more and more and more of this great show. Yep. And it's at this point, it's becoming a phenomenon. You know, oh, yeah. these characters, you know, and, and even introducing, you know, introducing new characters who we're going to get real close to over the course of this season, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, man, it's... Um, and we've got more powerful moments coming up. We've got more developments. We've got more of the side characters. Mm-hmm. More, more, more. Yeah. That's what we're getting. That's what I want. Yeah. More money, more problems. All right, man. Well, All right, man. that's it for episode one of season three. Brian, thank you. Thank you, sir. It was great. And we'll uh, we'll be back. I think we're going to try and do one more. Then we'll yeah. take a break. Yeah. See? Let's do one more and, and then call it a Yeah, it may take a couple a weeks of off. Break. And, yeah. uh, you know, be sure to go back. Check out the earlier episodes if you haven't yet. Tell your friends. Uh, help spread the word. Keep watching The Office. Drop us an email. Uh, you can reach us on Facebook, uh, the People Persons Paper Podcast group on Facebook. I'm not going to hit you with a fake Gmail address today. I've done that too many, too many times. out. Yeah. But, you know, somebody out there was saying, like, God, I please hope he doesn't say that again. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but we love you guys no, for listening. That's all good. And, uh, uh, we'll be back uh, next week when we're going to get some swag. Now I'm going to do it to you. Keep talking for Just me. Those levels like Disco Godfather, and now you can hear me once again. Cool.